0: Hello! Good day, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Magic the First Pioneers podcast. This podcast is all about the pioneer format, and we keep our listeners up to date with what is new, interesting, and powerful. In the world of pioneer, I'm your host Ken
1: Finkel, joined here with my favorite co-hosts. Hey, everybody! It's Ryan, the cardboard samurai out of the Tokyo area of Japan, and welcome back.
2: Oh yes, Co-host yes, two. I am back. Hello, it is me, Ashiak. I am back from the lovely LA. It was so warm and so nice, <laughs> but um,
0: back from tearing <laughs> it up oh, yeah. is what I hear. Oh, yeah. I also,
2: I've also been tearing it up. I, I came back and decided to win two RCQs, so ah, <laughs> nice, yeah. nice. It's been a busy time.
0: Good stuff, good stuff. So what we have today, you know, we were going to talk about a little bit of what the meta was going to be on this new March of Machines, but March of Machines is already out because there's a whole brand new set already on its way in, which is this March of Machines Aftermath. So this is a mini set of some sort that they're releasing in like five card packs. It's still going to be standard in Pioneer Legal, but it's this weird new thing that they've never really done before. And uh, how do you guys feel about it?
1: Yeah, I'm not going to buy a pack. I'm just going to buy singles. It's uh it's giving Fallen <laughs> Empire vibes.
0: Huh. Ooh. <laughs>
1: but um uh, all right.
2: I mean, I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure it won't be Fallen Empires, but like it's given the vibes.
1: Um another thing I want to say is you know, after looking through all these cards and stuff, it feels like these were the constructed cards I wanted to see in the actual set and like they just force that us Hmm. tons of edh and command cards i'm just like sick of right now it's like i just please stop giving me 10 11 12 mana cards in a main set put that in a supplemental set i want constructed playable cards again in my my boosters anyways that's that's my two cents hey that's fair i disagree i actually want to
2: quit playing competitive magic i think we should accept our edh overlords
0: (laughs) i i'm definitely you know i don't know how much room we have here so the point of this episode was going to be the set review, but, you know, I'm happy to rant as well. I think a lot of people have talked about what they do or don't like about this, uh, about this set. You know, I think that I saw, you know, Saffron Allad had a very reasonable take. I think I saw uh, Pleasant Kenobi had a very unhinged take, you know, kind of the usual takes that most people are going to have. Uh, and I think that for the most part, people aren't that happy with this set. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, and I, and I kind of have brought this up on the show before, is like, I think really love this idea and i think that they handled it poorly and that's one of the things that bothers me most is missed opportunities is that so much of the standard sets is dedicated to making a great limited format which i think they've done well um and a lot of the standard sets is dedicated to commander cards uh and this is one of those rare opportunities where they get to put something right into standard right into pioneer without it going through the draft format first so like um, I think that you and I had brought up on Twitter, you were talking about like, oh, you'd love to see the Titans printed into Pioneer. And and it's for me, I was like, you know, that's tough because if you print them in a limited set, those are mythics or they ruin the limited format. They could have printed them in as uncommons in this March Machines aftermath, because you don't wanna, you know, be print reprinting like 50 cent mythics like that's silly but like this is a strange opportunity where they can be like hey Let's print the cards that matter for standard that matter for pioneer Let's Mm. look at the archetypes that are dominating and print answers to them. Let's look at you know We need more one drops. Let's look at putting one drops into the set and they didn't do any of that. There's like 25 uh, legendary creatures in this set and that's just so absurd to me. Like, you could put these in any set. Why did they have to be in this set? It, it's, it feels like a really big missed opportunity. Well, as far as talking about the cards, there's definitely some that I'll go into. Yeah, go, Well, go ahead, I understand
2: why they would put a lot of legendaries and stuff. Like, it makes sense for the lore to create this set with all the plans walkers losing their spark and whatnot. And I do agree that there's a missed opportunity. Like, they could have included some like more powerful, more um, experimental cards in this set. But, I mean, like, if they put something really broken in this set, the issue is, is, like, it's five card packs, and I don't know the rare spread and everything like that. I think you get, like, two rares per pack, and it's three uncommons or something like that. I don't really know. But I, I can just see this being, like, a, a nightmare to try to, like, figure out, you know, like, uh, where are you trying to get your supply. Some of these cards are going to be a little bit expensive. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I I do like the idea. Obviously, it was executed poorly. But yeah, no, I, but the Titan Cycle at Uncommon, SMH my head. That's what I had issue with with what you said. You said you wanted the Titan Cycle at Uncommon. You
0: monster. Uh. I mean, if it's not being drafted, I don't see why it matters. True. What, well, Primeval
2: Titan are. has money attached to it. That's the only one that does.
0: Eh,
2: yeah. uh, yeah, $2? Oh, is Primeval Titan $2? I feel like it's more than that, but...
1: Uh, I'll look it up here, uh, but we'll we'll um, <laughs> I had one more question I wanted to ask you guys. So you know how they always you know put all these EDH cards in these sets, you know to sell sell booster packs, I guess, whatever. Um, do you think because of all of these unplayable EDH cards in our standard sets that that unfairly puts a lot of the financial pressure on the good cards of the set? You know because everything else is EDH, everybody needs to get their Fables, or because it's all EDH cards, everybody needs to get their Shield Dreads. If we had the space to kind of put other constructed stuff in there, would that have released some of the financial pressure? Like, what do you guys think?
0: I don't think so. You know, I have, you know, I have lots of friends that play EDH, and they open a stupid amount of packs looking for EDH cards. Um, I, I don't think that that hurts you know the value of the set is having those edh cards in there because a lot of them are good in edh and people will open the set to buy them for that
1: but do you know what i mean like if we had the extra 30 40 slots for other constructed playable cards it wouldn't be like okay everyone needs to have shield dread because hey we have this other card that could possibly also fit in this this like that's what i'm saying i
2: think it's a i think it's a bit of a double-edged sword with a little bit of your perspective like sure yes the constructed cards are a little bit more expensive. However, a lot of these commander players are filthy casuals. I am going to say it that way. They are they are casuals. They don't really like. They just they love opening packs. They just want to like open packs, have fun, and it, when they're opening their packs, if they open a constructed playable card, they're just gonna sell it to the LGS to buy more stupid EDH really? cards. So I mean, like it just kind of yeah. like provides <laughs> itself into the ecosystem uh like okay. It, it, eh, it's okay like obviously it's not like the greatest i wish there was more constructed playable cards but i mean like i don't hate that there's like playable cards for edh because like th- if we didn't have edh technically we
0: wouldn't have magic probably um that's maybe fair so yeah. i don't mind the. i, I never mind i never mind when they print cards that aren't made for me i just want them to print cards that are made for me especially when they have rare opportunities to do mm. so and they miss that chance um are we ready to start yeah. talking about the actual cards and yes, how they're yes, gonna yes, yes. Pioneer? So this, is, this is a Pioneer only podcast. We only I mean I, I'm the one who went on a big rant there. Yeah. This is a Pioneer only podcast. We only really talk about Pioneer and the impact these cards will have on Pioneer. So that's what we're gonna focus on is all of the cards really from March
1: of the Machines, yeah. more or
0: less. Um and what, if at any anywhere they would have impact on Pioneer.
1: Yeah. And we'll just go through each one, and like if you think it's playable, you can talk about it. If you don't think it's playable, you don't really need to talk about it. We can kind of just try to get through these really quick. Cool. Yep. Sounds great. Um, so what
0: uh, What order are you going uh, through? Because we normally do a need order. We'll do
2: Wooburg, and we'll just go through the order that yeah. we have on the website. Like, for right, example, we good. want to start off with Copper Coats Vanguard, and I'm going to talk about it, because I already want to talk about this okay. card. I think this card's actually kind of sick. Uh, for one and a white, it's a human soldier. It's a 2-2. Uh, and it says each other human you control gets plus one oh and has ward one uh playable unplayable what do you guys think
1: i mean it's basically uh, uncommon thalia in my opinion if you're playing against you know something like rakdos mid-range anything that has any kind of removal just it's gonna be a pain in the ass and that's exactly what uh why what humans want I think yeah, they also stack yeah they stack which is cool but i think i think i'm looking at this a
2: little bit more per, of a difference perspective than ryan is um i think that the, the first the first copy of this card is like kind of okay it's like fine it's not a thalia exactly but i mean like the thing it, it protects the thalia which is like the biggest thing mm-hmm. like i i, I in Monoway humans the more and more i've like played that deck or like experienced that deck the more and more I think Luminarch Aspirant is just a dookie card. I just don't ever get excited mm. about that card anymore. And I think that it's really interesting now that we have this 2-drop, which kind of works better at the protection side of things that you kind of want. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe there's a chance that, like, Luminarch Aspirant gets cut for Coppercoat, and I think that's, like, a pretty big upgrade. Not, like, not like yeah. m- pushing it to Tier 1, because it still has the problem that its best match at Mono Green doesn't really exist right now. Um, but, I mean it's still a step in the right direction.
1: Yeah. Uh, Sounds good to me. I like it. I'm going to get four of them. Maybe, uh, I don't know if it's going to help soldiers, but also soldiers in standard, maybe. Yeah. Um, next card. Um, I don't know. I don't think it's playable. Uh, the, you're going alphabetical and I did not. Oh, uh, it's definitely, it's order, defecation. So. <laughs> I
2: think it is defecation oh, yeah. defication. Oh,
0: defication. Defecation is something very different. <laughs> yeah Yeah, deification Deification. is you know making something into a god Uh, um this one is like i i I don't hate this one i think that you know this is the kind of jank that i'd mess around with is trying to make like you know i've got gideon and i've got a creature and it's like all gideons right yeah
2: so you would name a planeswalker the planeswalkers would have hexproof and then as long as you control a creature it like prevents the amount of damage dealt to it and I mean, like, this would be good in, like, random mono-white shells. Like, I think the, the most mono-white Planeswalkers we have in Stan- or in Pioneer or uh, Elspeth or um, Gideon. So, I mean, like, maybe you can work something like that. But am I really wanting to pay a two-man enchantment to also have a creature in play to also make sure my Gideons are better? I don't think Gideons are that great. So, I don't think this really matters.
0: Okay. That's fair. I can move on from yeah. it.
2: I'm also ready to not talk about harnessed snuborn. Yeah, harnessed.
0: Yeah, I, I, I was gonna be like, I, I was about to be like, I can completely overlook this one. I'm like, hey, you're the uh, you know the enchanties guy more than I am lately. Yeah. Uh, any chance? Nope. Nope. <laughs> no. It's a
2: two five. Yeah. I, two five I, I started reading yes, it, it and is. I was like, oh, vigilance. That's pretty cool.
0: Oh, oh, I can
2: is return stuff. Enemy, that's pretty cool. Ah, oh, it's a two five. I don't care anymore. <laughs> can I
1: talk about the next <laughs> yep. one? Go for it. Sure. Um, Metropolis Reformer. I actually like this. It's a 2-3 Angel Cleric. Um, it's uh, both of those creature types just right? great. Two, it's two and a white. Um, it has flying and vigilance. Uh, it ha- it gives you hex proof. So it has a built-in uh, ley line function here. And um, Whenever... I guess that's your creatures as well? No, 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 no. That's only uh, you. So, yeah. Um, anyways, whenever it is dealt damage you gain that much life. So, you know... I don't know how much Red is seeing play. I haven't really seen too many Red decks, um, you know, really doing well recently, especially against an Angel deck. So this seems like it's going to give lots of people headaches, and uh, I'm all for it. Uh, I definitely would play this in an Angel Collective Company deck, maybe in the sideboard. Uh, to start off, but you know, getting rid or sorry, make stopping their thought seasons and stuff from going on would just be great.
2: Ah, uh, uh, all right, all right. I'm I guess I'm the burst the bubble guy. I'm okay with this. Yeah. Uh, it, I think the relevant line of this. You are right. Is you have hexproof. The rest of this doesn't really matter. The fact it's like an angel is pretty cool, but like. You having hexproof is only like really relevant against Thoughtseize, and I think there's other random effects like Trial of Ambition exists in the format. Invoke mm-hmm. Despair if you're playing against that Liliana of the Veil vale for down tick sacks. Mm-hmm. Like there are some incidental hate that like you having hexproof ends up like working out against. However, if you're trying to protect against Thoughtseize or like other discard spells, this card comes down on turn three. I can. that means there's a couple of turns of discard spells to already come in, to where if this card was Mm. going to be a problem, it's gone with the Thotsies already. So... eh, it's like... So, now we kind of gotta think about it like, okay, now where would it fit? Now it'd be really good against Burn. Burn is unplayable in Pioneer. Dang. Alright, well, this card just gets to sit on the sidelines and just, you know, wait for
1: its day to get put in. If you block, like, a 10-10 no trample creature, you gain 10 life.
2: Yeah, I mean you can gain 10 yeah. life but i mean like did angels ever have a hard time gaining life no i guess not
0: yeah i get it as a like it's unplayable but it's an angel i mean yeah.
2: i think there's a specific meta that this could be good in but i don't think yeah. that metas existed for a while now so okay it's sad it's it, 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 i was excited about it but i'm sad okay uh spark rupture is yeah. a commander card. Spark <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think so, too. I think that this is a commander card. Uh, I don't have really any interest. Like, Planeswalkers are just not a key part of the format. Anymore. Well, I mean, like,
2: you keep, Planeswalkers, are, like, exist. Like, share. like, you can turn off, like, Wandering Emperor and Teferi against Blue-White. But, I mean, like, then you also have to be able to deal with the 5-5 five, five, and the 4-4 four, four that they do end up becoming. Like, a 4-4 four, four with Flash as Blue-White is, like, still pretty playable, honestly. It's, like, still pretty fine. So, like, it doesn't even, like, efficiently turn them off. Or, sorry, it's a, yeah. it's a format 3-3, three,
1: three, but still. Loses all abilities? Yeah, I mean... It just makes sense. I mean, is up. there something... Right? I mean, they, they lose all their abilities. They can't, you know, use their loyalty abilities anymore if you use this. Could this be a sideboard card for... I know, instead of playing um, what is, like, Immortal Sun, which also has Planeswalker abilities, or instead of, like... A I, you needle, know what? Maybe you know, you you're right. It.
0: I would go I would go, and I would replace every Immortal Sun that you're playing no, in Pioneer no. right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the I'm
2: Immortal Suns. All of the Immortal Suns. Gone. Immortal Sun will now it's be a, a $5 card.
0: Instant. The format will never be the same. Yeah, uh, I, I just, yeah, I don't think that there's any reason to play no. this, like... Planeswalkers mm-hmm. having a hate card for them isn't something that matters for us. It really.
2: only it only ever literally like the only time the Immortal Sun like ever actually saw play was when Mono Green like started to become a deck. And the tack was is that if you got into the mono green mirror, you would wish for an Immortal Sun and you would already you would only ever wish for it when you were like ahead on board, and then you were just mm-hmm. able to spam the board with more creatures and your opponent can never catch up because they won't have access to their own card and you'd win. But that was like a year ago, so I don't think we're ever going to see Spark Rupture do anything. Okay. Uh, And guess what? Guess what we got after this? Another commander has card. Towards... Yeah, a Another commander card.
0: Yep. Three, three, yeah, has... Yeah. No, skip it. Now we're
2: on to B. and The next card I'm actually kind of excited about that next yeah i think it's good uh filter out Uh, i'll take it because you know dibs yeah um one blue and a blue for an instant return all non-creature non-land permanents to their owner's hand now the reason that this is really cool is because it scares me and the reason it scares me is because a lot of my removal that i play in my decks are ley line binding chain to the rocks Cards that mm-hmm. are uh, non land non creatures that sit around and play mm-hmm. and they provide great tempo with filter out. So I think this could be like a blue white or sorry, a spirit sideboard card for all these like yeah. temporary lockdowns or anything that's like just really good against it. <laughs> like these permanents that just stay in play and take all
1: your stuff away. hmm I like it a lot. It's uncommon, okay. it's great. Yeah. Love it, love it.
0: I mean does uncommon matter in this uh, set if it's not even? I don't even, think it does. I don't know what that I,
1: means. I, when I would think that you know, we it'll be cheaper. It'll be a cheap cyborg card. You could be yeah, sure. You can buy it for like ten Possibly. cents instead of a dollar. Maybe, but
2: it, it does interest me because like I don't think this really fits into any shells where you're trying to play a bunch of like low CMC stuff and then you bounce it back to your hand because you just play paradoxical outcome at that point. Um, it's giving me Hercule
1: Recall. Yeah, vibes. and
2: I think that's but, but for like enchantments and stuff, and I think that's yeah, pretty. Yeah. I think that's pretty playable. As, like a sideboard card, or like as a sideboard option, I should say. I don't know if it's like mm. going to see like a ton of play, but if it does, it'll be it'll it'll mess my decks up, and I'll have a bad time.
1: Okay. Um,
0: what is alphabetical? Uh, Tolarian
2: contempt. Hmm. Moving on. I almost like look
0: at this either. as. Could, any chance we could flicker this and it would be good, or is it just no? You know
2: what? I'm going to put a rejection no, counter on. on your argument and move on.
0: Yep, let's move on. Yeah.
2: Oh my god, Training
0: Grounds. <laughs> anyone next? No, I'm not completely wanting to skip over Training Grounds. We have flirted with the idea that there could be a combo deck with activated abilities before. You know, we have Eldrazi Displacer, which combos with a lot of things using Training mm-hmm. Grounds. Um, I, there's there's obviously not a shell yet, but it's at least a card worth messing around with. It's a reprint for whatever needed this reprint. Uh, it's with.
2: expensive just because of commander, but I yeah it's like twenty. Yeah, or something but much. we also have access to Biomancer's familiar in the format, and I don't know if eight of this effect does anything, but
0: yeah. maybe <laughs> I don't
2: know. I, I I never really saw it working out with all displacer. I guess blue white flicker maybe now it just becomes the schnuts, but. I don't think we're living in that world.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's
2: interesting. Mm, it's cool. If there's something broken, I uh, wouldn't surprise me, but I mean like, I, I doubt it.
0: All right. And then one more blue card is Vesuvian Drifter here. It's a three mana, two, four flying shapeshifter. You can make it into the top card of your library. If it's a creature.
2: So what's the most broken yeah. thing we can put on top? Uh, LaMog. All right then we get to attack Axel yeah. the top 20, but I mean then you're playing Eulamog in your Vesuvian Drifter deck with no real good way of putting it on the top of your library. Yeah.
0: Yep, I hate all
2: of
1: yep, that. Yep, cool. Alright, one good blue card. We love it. Uh, moving on to all black.
0: Right, uh, yep, black. Go
1: ahead. Yeah, I actually like this uh, this card, so I want to talk about Ayara's Oathsworn. 2-2 uh, Menace for one in a black, and whenever uh, Oathsworn deals combat damage to a player, if it has fewer than four plus one, plus one counters on it. You put a plus one, plus one counter on it. And if it has exactly four, you get to search your library for a card and put it into your hand. Then shuffle. I'm wondering. I mean, it's human. So, of course, you know, you could do like black, white humans or something like that. I wonder if this could also go into a, uh, a scale stack, Like a black, green scales or, or something like that to get, you know those four counters on it as soon as possible and then grabbing Hmm. some kind of key card you know i don't know if there's anything that you could grab to combo off but if we had ballista in the format or something maybe you could grab that but you know
2: i also had the idea of scales with this card because like it'll grow pretty quickly and i mean like Mm -hmm. i swear every set now i see a card that's just like huh that's cool in scales and scales never gets good yeah so like yeah is this what makes scales good Probably not, because, like, what we're tutoring for is probably either another scales effect or another counters effect, whichever is more relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually it's never that relevant. Like, it, it, it'd it be really cool because, like, you could technically, like, grab Rishkar, put two counters on Earthsworn, o- attack, it'd get two counters, you get to tutor again. Woo, cool. But, like,
1: that seems like a lot of work. It dies
2: to stomp. <laughs> that seems like a lot of work.
1: I wonder if you could re- have something that removes the counter and then keep on, like, searching for stuff in your deck with it. Uh, maybe. Oh, yeah, so it doesn't even reset.
0: For some reason, I thought it it, it resets, but it does not.
1: You know, just go down to three. I mean, at that point,
0: you've got a 6-drop. Like, what do you need more yeah. than that? But, oh, it only triggers once on 4 yeah, counters.
2: I definitely thought it would also reset the counters. All right, this card's way worse than I thought it was.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were memeing on it, but, like, yeah, it's it's worse than we even thought. Yeah.
2: Okay, well, let's move on. All right, we got blot Out. So blot we got out? brand new Soul Shatter, I think it was, but it exiles. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, cool. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool
1: enough,
2: All right. I guess. Um, Death Rattle. OD. I like Death Rattle.
1: Why do you like Death Rattle? Do you guys want to talk about Death No, uh, you talk about it. You're
2: the one that likes it.
0: Sure, we can talk Death Rattle. Is it
1: a, can I talk about Death it? Because I saw this early on, I liked it a lot. Um, It's six and a black for a 5 4 Flash, and it costs two less for each creature that died this turn. I, I was thinking this could show up in some kind of sack deck. You know, if you uh, sacrifice your cat three times or two times, you know, it's you're going to be able to play this for like three mana or even one mana, uh, which I think is pretty cool, especially if you could do it at the end of uh, your opponent's, you know, uh, uh, step whatever, or sorry, sorry, at their end step you flash in a 5-4, and I think that's pretty cool. And it's got another ability. It says whenever, uh, It says, when it enters the battlefield, destroy other creatures that were dealt damage. So if you have a Mayhem Devil in play this basically is a wrath you know if you do like three sacrifices of your cat um you know one 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 and uh play this for one mana uh destroy all those creatures yeah it means a, a quick way to finish off an opponent yeah uh, i think this
2: card is really bad when you exactly don't have a big setup that you're already winning with so yeah okay. There's a
1: cool card that comes up uh, next. A little disappointing. Yeah, you guys want to talk about that one?
0: Markov Baron. Yeah, that one I'm excited about, kind of. Uh, you know, I'm willing to give it a try. Uh, three mana two two, vampire noble. Uh, it has Convoke, Lifelink, and other vampires you control get plus one, plus one. And it has Madness. So you can discard this to a blood token or whatever else, and you get it into play.
2: Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I think the fact that we now have um, Voldaren Epic here... And uh, Blood Tithe Harvester for vampires to be able to like be like a red black mid rangey pile or like maybe even mm-hmm. like Mardu or whatever. Um, and then, then this fact that you could just like I don't know have like a curve that's like pretty reasonable of just like play out the one drop the and Epicure play the three two and then now you can just like loot it away with blood and still be able to like lord up your dorks I don't know this card just like seems like the best lord that we have um for the arctic. Are there any other Yeah, there's Lords, there's I mean... Legion's Lieutenant, there's Edgar Markov. I think that one also bo- I think yeah. that one buffs. um but that's really it. And I mean like I think this mm-hmm. is still the best one we got.
1: I like it. I think it'll see some play. I think people, you know, may, maybe like you said, we'll, we'll get uh, a good aggro um, strategy. Rakdos Vampires would love to see that.
2: Yeah, yeah, Vampires has always been, like, on the fringe of playability. It just can't outgrind Rakdos, so... Mm-hmm. And I mean, like you don't get to run as efficient cards as Rakdos, so it's always been on the back burner. But, I mean, like, people have found new ways to abuse Sorin with um, uh, Lord Xander and Gulta and Maven, and Pioneer right now is the meme deck, but... Ah, we're Mm. talking about different shells here but i still think soren is (laughs) still like one of the more powerful cards in the format and i think soren would really help or sorry i think this card really helps the the mid-rangey pile version of vampires
0: yeah it'll be nice to have you know a second or so playable um madness card because madness cards are just really good but Mm -hmm. the problem with madness was always that like there's one madness card that's good
1: (laughs) yeah uh, um, what do you guys think of them? I think card? the Scavengers like is the nuts. I think this card is like sick.
2: It. Uh, so it's two and a black for a 2-2. Two, two, and when it enters the battlefield or attacks, it excels target card from a graveyard. Put a 1-1 one, one counter on it. And then it has flying as long as it excels something with flying. And it's the same for a bunch of other keywords that I don't care enough to read. But um, what, what the bigger thing is, I think, with this card is... You can. It also takes it from the Parhelion. If you excel the Parhelion, it, you get the flying first strike part, mm. which I think is really funny. Um, I think that this might, and I'm I'm saying might, might be uh in the same competitive slot as Graveyard Trespasser. I've I don't think thing. it's better, oh, wow. okay. but I do think that it, there's a conversation for which one could be better in certain metas. Because if we see a lot more Grease Greasefang, I do think Urborg Scavengers is a little bit better. Uh, but. And it's, it's, it's weird and interesting, and I mean, like, I don't know. We'll have to see how it ends up playing out.
0: And it's a spirit. It is a spirit. Mm-hmm. Oh
2: my god, we can play S for spirits, <laughs> let's go. Huh.
1: Oh,
2: I've tried No, it's it bad. You it's bad. Stop.
1: Please. <laughs> yeah, wasn't there, like, a ooze or something that kind of did the same thing that had, like, all the activated abilities, I and mean, it's kind of... Uh,
2: there's, like, Soul Flare that kind of does the same thing. But... Okay. Not really. Yeah, this
0: that's gets right. stomped is still my worry.
2: Uh, it gets stomped on the stack, yeah, but then your opponent exactly needs that, which is like mm-hmm. almost every time, but you can pretend like it's not. Yeah. <laughs> there
1: and you get go. the counter, you get the counter regardless of what kind of card it is, if it's a land as well, you yeah. get the counter, which is nice. So it always grows, but if you get you get XL
2: for the keywords, but I don't think this is like super that yeah. playable, but I do think that the alt art of it is really cool, so that's why it's the shots. <laughs>
1: Okay. All right. Um, you guys want to move on to red? Yeah, I ain't got much to say for red. Sure. I don't know if I. Should we just read the cards and I don't and just say it's I don't well, think it's playable. we'll read the
0: names. You know, there's Arnie. That's just a bad
1: three-three. Yeah,
0: it's a it's a commander uh, card.
2: Yeah. And then there's Colgan, Warmonger, which is that. just a dragon commander card. Um, I don't under mm-hmm. I don't even understand Plarg and Nassari.
0: Like I don't know what the what all that means, but that card. You know all the five red drop, five mana red drops that see play yeah, everywhere. Yeah,
2: and then uh we got reckless handling, which uh says discard a card at random. Is where I stopped reading this card. <laughs> That's really it. Fair, because like I'm at it, it gives gamble vibes without being as good as gamble, because you can only search for an artifact.
1: Uh, yeah, red feels bad. Yeah, red is not good. <laughs> Um, Ooh, let's keep going. I can do the first one animate on uh, green just because you know I played Bard Class. Go for Tiny it. Leaders uh, 3.0, whatever. Um, animus Might, uh, Sorcery for 2 and a green. It says it costs 2 less to cast if it targets a legendary creature you control. Uh, target creature you control deals damage. to twice as power to target creature or planeswalk you don't control. Uh, it would go in Bard Class. I wouldn't play this, though. I still wouldn't play this. It is a really cool limited I mean, charge. I
0: tried. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know, uh, I tried Animist's Awakening or something like that, which is kind of the same card in Bard class, and it wasn't good. You know, this is twice its power, so that's at least some improvement, but yeah, uh, this isn't good.
1: Sorcery speed. Maybe it feels innocent speed. Yeah.
0: Um, Laylight Immersion, that seems like a well okay i won't completely write it off because there is a combo with this and rona maybe but i
2: mean like then you're playing your four mana enchantment onto your two drop which is already a must kill true two drop for most decks Mm -hmm. so i don't know
0: and and i guess like what is that because that that doesn't really help you combo that still you know needs the same two extra pieces
2: yeah but it allows you to have infinite mana which is the kicker but i mean like mox it it, it can replace the mox emerald part or, or, or mox amber part
0: well, so because like exactly? you wouldn't need, you still need to be able to bounce and replay.
2: Yeah, I guess. I mean, like, you, but you wouldn't need to. Um, God, what am I thinking here? I don't know. I'm just gonna say it's bad. I don't really care. I mean, like, you could just combo hmm. with other things. I guess is the is the point, like where you don't need to like return a Mox Amber. You could technically return like another legendary spell you have.
0: Yeah, I guess the issue is the thing that's returning stuff is still your rona which is what it needs to yeah i don't know so you can't like you can't get both there's something there's something off here that doesn't make sense i'll look at it but but, but, uh, yeah i'm not feeling
2: uh, it i'm just gonna move on because i want to talk about the next card i like the next card yes okay uh nissa nissa resurgent animist uh tuna green for a 3-3 elf scout legendary landfall my favorite mechanic um when a land enters the battlefield under your control, add one mana of any color. Boom, Lotus Cobra. But wait, it gets better. Mm-hmm. Then, if this ability is resolved uh, as the second time this ability has resolved this turn, reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal an elf or an elemental card. Put that card into your hand, rest on the bottom in any order. So again, like I just said, it's another Lotus Cobra for that kind of deck. But the thing is, is like once you get the second trigger, you get to go get an elemental or an elf. In this case, I'm really more interested in the elemental part. Um, you can technically get second Nissa, which is like kind of poo-poo, but who knows, maybe Nissa gets yeah. re- removed, but I think, the, I think the part that I really like is that you can kind of really set this up to always grab Risen Reef or Omnath, and mm-hmm. it is another um, it is another uh, Lotus Cobra, which can help you combo with that yeah. deck. Um, it works really well with uh, Elishnorn, because then you just need to play one land, you get two triggers, you get to go find the elemental, you get to play it, it helps you like storm combo off like that. Uh, I think that's really cool and really interesting I don't know if it's good it is a 3-3, so it does survive. For
0: what what deck? The Genesis
2: takes, Ultimatum piles. I'm wondering. There's a, I, I've, I've been messing yeah, around. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I've been say. messing around with Genesis Ultimatum again. That,
0: that was a great deck back when uh, Uro was yeah. legal. And, uh, yeah. I've been still yeah. trying
2: to make Genesis Ultimatum. It's one of the few strategies I end up like looking at after new sets are released or whatever. Or maybe there's something there for it. Yeah. and I think yeah. this is something that that deck would want. Because, like I said, you always get to find either A, another Nyssa, so you don't have to worry about your thing dying. B, a Risen Reef, which is already just really good with Nyssa. Or see on math, which guess what, it's really good with Nissa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay,
1: yeah, okay. I think it definitely uh, helps that uh, that that uh, strategy a lot. And when they print the Fetchlands, it'll be so. That's okay. <laughs> we got Evolving <involved> Wilds. <laughs> no. No.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. Now, now the one I thought you were talking about which is Open the Way, which is like the fourth worst um, version of this effect. I want to say we haven't Pioneer. At least. I don't know.
2: I stopped reading the card because it says. X can't be greater than the number of players in the game, so I stopped reading. So can I to do for two. Yeah. It's a four mana card. Yeah, so it's
0: basically a, it's four mana. It's two and two green to search for two basics and put in the play tab. Uh, yeah. you get to
2: reveal cards on the top of your it's not basics. Uh, not it's not even, basics, yeah. but it's still bad.
0: Yeah, it's not basics. But you don't get the choice. You you just reveal until you hit yeah, two. It's bad.
1: Times. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, it's bad. I mean, I guess. You can play it for three. This can be a three-mana ramp spell or a four-mana ramp spell. Maybe that gives it the tiniest bit of potential, but I, I'm not
2: impressed. I think I'd rather play Elvish Reclaimer or, yeah, or uh, Invasion of Zendikar
0: at four-mana. Yep, definitely Invasion of Zendikar.
1: Okay, um, uh, let's go to me. the next one. Me, me, sure. um, uh Tranquil Frillback, two in a green. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been following me on Twitter, but I've been making dinosaur decks in Pioneer. So uh, the dinosaur typing is definitely relevant to me. It's a 3-3. Three, three. Uh, you can just play that by itself, the 3-3 three, three dinosaur. But when it enters the battlefield, uh, you can pay an extra green to up to three times to choose another effect. Um, so if you pay four mana when it comes into play, uh, you can destroy an artifact or enchantment. Okay, that's cool. Uh, if you pay five, you can do that, plus exile uh, target player's graveyard, um, or you can gain four life. Uh, so I, I'm not one to look a gift dinosaur in the mouth is i don't know if that's the correct uh, saying but uh, anything with tons of of uh, abilities on it like this i'm not gonna underestimate again it, it probably won't see play but i like that that you have those three different very relevant uh choices uh, uh on the the body of a, a already you know decent sized 3-3 creature I'm so, really glad that you hmm, recognize the ahead. fact
2: that you will understand this won't be playable. So I don't have to do a spiel of why it won't be playable. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh but I'm gonna play it. Though. So
0: okay, I, w- I was gonna ask you. You know, so what's interesting is that if this was pick one for free, we would be super into this mm-hmm. card because With- I think that would be an upgrade over Callus Blood Mage. It'd be an upgrade over the Green White Two One. Um, but the fact that you have to pay for it just really, really makes it yeah, a lot. Yeah, exactly. Better.
2: My yeah, exactly what I was thinking. Because like, yeah, Night of Autumn was the other card you were thinking of.
0: Um, yeah, Night of Autumn. Yeah, I mean, e- even if you could only pick one of them, if the fact that you have to pay for them, mm-hmm. yeah,
2: that, that's my that's my uh, my uh, beef with this card. I wish it was just like I just wish it was like a little bit like you got one for free. Yeah, definitely. That's the that's how the card could have been much better.
0: Under city upheaval. We got
2: the return of the undergrowth mechanic. Let's go. um Is the card playable?
0: Big fan. No. It was bad when it. Yeah, they, they didn't make good undergrowth cards still the first haven't. time. This one still isn't. If there was an undergrowth deck, it wouldn't want to play a sorcery. True,
2: so. true, true, true. I mean, like they still sure they, they still think the best underground undergrowth card is like mausoleum secrets or whatever the tutor is. But I mean, like, that card still isn't good. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. All right, you ready to move on to multicolored? We've got a lot to talk about from multicolored. Apparently, there's a lot of them, yeah, so we've got to run through, through them real
1: color. quick. You want to do Calyx or the enchanty special? Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, so Calyx,
2: uh, when he enters the battlefield or another enchantment enters the battlefield, he gets he, you get to put a plus one, plus one on him. Uh, he's two. I should sorry, I should mention he's one green and a white for two two. Uh, and then whenever Calyx or an enchanted creature you control deals combat damage to a player, you may create a co- copy of a non legendary enchantment you control. To do this once each turn. So this thing has to both A connect and B you have to have something in play that's already just like really powerful. I don't think this guy is that great. I am
0: oh terrible. I'm I happy am, to skip
2: it. I, I think there's a I think yeah. there's a chance because you are able to pot a two drop into this. And I think this is the best three drop enchantment. I think the sufficiently surpasses Gloom Shrieker as like the the three drop creature you can grab with Ignatic. I mean but it's still not that great. <laughs>
1: This would go in auras, right? Oh Greenlight no, auras. it would not go in grooming auras. They no.
2: don't want they like it, it's not aggressive enough. It it's a three drop, okay. and it doesn't win the game on that deck. And yeah. that deck like that deck only really wants to operate on two um, lands all the time.
1: Campus renovation doesn't seem playable to me. Three in red and a white, you turn up to one target artifact enchantment it, uh from your graveyard to battlefield, and then XL top to credit library and play as the next turn.
0: Yeah, that is a commander card. Yeah. I just like, you know, I want to give it a second because it's one of these things I just completely ignored, but I'm like, hey, remember when Escape to the Wild saw play and we, none of us thought it would?
1: This isn't yep, that. Let's cool. keep going. Artifact or enchantment, it's like, eh. Um,
0: I, now, th- I'm, I'm going to have a tough time because for some reason mine isn't sorted alphabetically. Cosmic, cosmic Rebirth effects. is the next yes. one. Uh, this is actually kind of exciting. It's interesting. I mean, I think that we've seen
1: a cards of like this you play. Yeah.
0: You know, Return three-mana or last to the battlefield and you gain three life, that's good, right? Like this brings back a grease Fang at end of yeah. turn in the right. Yeah. Colors. I yeah. mean, like
2: it's already in the right colors for it, like an Abzan, but I think my problem with it is, is it's just, it just, I don't, I don't think it's that relevant at three mana. I just think at three, like the ability to like maybe being able to like have the versatility of regrowing something to your hand or into play at instant speed is like cool. Yeah, But like, maybe maybe this card I'm underrating, but I, I just don't see... It's three it's mana. Also it's three if mana. You
0: can... it... Okay. What do you got, Ryan?
1: I was just going to say, it, it gets around those uh, things that stop you from bringing it back into the, uh to play from the, the graveyard because you can just choose to bring it back to your hand instead. I thought that's kind of a neat effect.
0: Yeah.
1: It says you may put it under the battlefield. It gets around the Container yeah. Priest. Yeah. Yeah. If you need that cast trigger again or whatever, you can do that too.
0: It could ramp if we had a good way to put... Uh, oh, my God, Evolving Wilds. That.
1: Let's go. <laughs> huh. Hey. Um, All I, right, I, let's keep going. I kind of want to talk about the next one. Danitha. Sure. New Banela's Light. Uh, one in a green and a white for a 2-2. Uh, Legendary Human Knight. Vigilance. Trample Lifelink. Very cool. Okay, and then it says one string. Each of your turns, you may cast an aura or equipment spell from a graveyard. So it's kind of like Lurus for auras only. And equipments. And equipment and I think that's kind of neat. I just wanted to point that out. I don't think it's gonna be playable, I but think I think so. it's that's a cool effect.
0: If it were two mana and it had three toughness, I would, if be the very card good. was huh. better,
2: I would also be into it. Like a one three,
0: <laughs> Did yeah, yeah, even if it was a one three, if it didn't die to stomp, you know, you three, three drops that died to stomp just aren't. Really, a thing I'm interested in. thematically in right like, that's that's what the format is. Thematically, right? all
2: Danithas are tutus, I think. So I mean, like, ah, I gotta keep it with the tutu.
0: I only know the there's other the Dominaria one, one. I've played because I played the Dominaria <laughs> OG
2: Dominaria one. I know is a tutu, and I think the mm. other one is also a tutu. If the other one, the
0: yeah, the, the newer Dominaria one is okay. Then
2: we're a tutu. both right. They're both tutus. It has always been a 2 Um, moving on to Feast of the Vic- Victorious Dead. Card's bad. Move mm. on. <laughs> Move yeah. On. The card I'm actually like, yeah, like, think... semi interested in is Gold Forged Thopter X or That's, uh, I don't know. One and a, uh, sorry, a white and a blue, uh, one three, flying lifelink. Each legendary permit you control has war two. There is that deck that's been, like, kind of existing. That's, like, the, the Legends deck or whatever, that uh, Doomwake's. That's for Legends? That yeah, no, that's that's more so, like, for Standard. But, like, Doomwake's been, yeah. like, trying out this deck, and I've, like, seen it. And it's, like, okay. It just, like, it plays the same way as Humans does in Pioneer, where it's just kind of, like, you just... Oh, sorry, like, the five-color Humans deck, where you just kind of, like, put a bunch of, like, cards in play that have some sort of synergy that, like, sometimes work out and sometimes don't uh but like ward two is like not something to like scoff at like ward two is a lot of Mm. mana but i mean like the legends deck that has to be good this card is also isn't legendary but i mean like i think this is the best protection card that they do get which is just something to look at
0: what if we played blue white in soul and we ran you know screlv and this and we just threw like thalia in there for funsies Mm, Mm. double it and
2: give it to the next person
1: all right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, I want to talk about the next Go one. Go for so you it. You want to talk about it, Kevin. I, I don't know what the next one is until yes. you say it. Jarena, so. <laughs> Dauntless General. I really liked 2-2, uh, two, two, white and a black human soldier, legendary creature. When she enters the battlefield, XL target player's graveyard. That's already a really cool fact. This is a hate bear card for me. I love hate bear cards. And then uh, to sacrifice her, and humans you control again, hexproof and indestructible to the end of turn. I know that you know they're trying to force you know black uh, black white humans on us, and they're doing a good job of it because you know this plus uh, the General Kudro and I think there's like a few other ones that uh, have black in them that I would totally play. I could definitely see myself switching over to uh, white black from mono black or mono white. But what do you? Yeah, guys Yeah, protecting
0: think? your important humans there could be cool. Um, I would have to have a good reason to go into black. Uh, I'm definitely willing to try it out. It is interesting that I feel like that deck didn't have an issue with graveyards because it already had multiple things that kind of had that effect. Yeah. Did it? Kind of. How do I it mean? Go? I I want to say that uh the the three mana lord did that and like the one drop yeah. and like it was something the else
2: uh things. technically uh, yeah General Kudro already exiles from the graveyard. It doesn't exile everything, but it does yeah, exile some
1: yeah. things. Yeah 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 yeah. Uh, but it, oh for white for white. I thought you meant mono no, white. No, 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 okay. No. Um
2: but also there is like containment priest which already filled the same role that this card kind of mm-hmm. will. But I mean like I just don't think this card is good enough to get into black as the mono white aggro deck cuz like the, the deck is just so consistent with its mana and that's what it really liked. So. Mm.
0: Yeah. I mean selfless spirit saw plenty of play in pioneer but that also had flying and that could be played at flash speed like yeah i'm not i'm not excited about this like i don't think that it's going to shake up the format or anything but i think it could show up you know it could show up as a one
1: of in a sideboard or something like that mm. i mean this with a cabal I and mean, it's damn there's so many hate hate cards anyway sorry i love hate bears shout out to all the hate bears all right is uh joel yeah, next? all right that's Matt, the one next? that's joel the one we're I skipping
0: uh i might yeah, I might look at it for Commander. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh
2: the one that I like I want to mention just in case. Because I feel like this is all the case of the Escape to the Wilds, where like I didn't think it was playable, but maybe it is. Kenrith's Royal Funeral. Uh oh, Tuna, okay. two white black, legendary enchantment, when enters just battlefield, exile up to two legendary creature cards from your graveyard. You draw X cards and lose X life for X the greatest amount of value, exiled this way. And then legendary legendary spells will cost one last for each card exiled this way. It's really interesting because, like, it is flickerable. It is mm. something to reset. It does discount Yorion. So that's already something that tickles my fancy. But then we have to play a Legends deck in white black, which mm. hasn't existed. However, the deck that does kind of like fill that role there was the was the Frexians deck because there was already just like all the Frexians already mm-hmm. just like were incidentally that's legendary. True. And I think the fact that we can have a three mana Elish Norn, uh, Ma- Mother, or uh, sorry, uh, the Mom Elish, um, it's like kind of interesting, and like a two if mana you, shieldred. If you
0: play the Elish first, if you play the Elish Norn first, you can exile four yeah. cards, and then, and then, then cost you get to draw
2: wins. a lot of cards. It's like <laughs> it's like <laughs> interesting. I don't know how that works with rules and layers and all that, but I mean, like it's it's interesting. Is is it good? Yeah. Probably not,
0: but I mean, like it's interesting. Hey, I would say at least once a set, I am testing out um, Primeval's Glorious Rebirth. So a little bit. Oh, of there mind, we go. But. This doesn't even hit Planeswalkers, so, yeah. Let's
1: move on, yeah, I think. Uh, there's a um, lot of skips in <laughs> Yeah. Kiora seems like an EDH card. Cool EDH card. A skip, uh, Nahiri, ADH,
2: yeah. Forged in the Fury, is also a cool EDH card.
1: Big sc- It's a disappointment, because sc- it's like, uh, affinity for equipment, just, you know, give me infinity for artifacts already. No one's playing equipment. You know, there's not enough in, in Pioneer, so this is horrible.
2: Yeah, uh, Moving on, Nahiri's Resolve. It's a five mana enchantment. I've stopped reading. You ready? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't
1: need uh, to- Nahiri's Resolve. So Resolve.
0: Just oh, okay. Yeah, I not blink
1: know. your artifacts. Yeah, and it just let me turn to the battle, so, eh.
2: It just blinks them and then returns them in your yeah. upkeep. Like it saves you from board wipes, but you you don't need a five mana card. Yeah, I
0: love red white mid range stuff, but. It's not a viable deck and pioneer, so uh, yeah. in Pioneers. Uh
2: Narset, Enlightened Exile. Oh my god, another skip. <laughs>
0: yeah, skip this. It's
1: yeah, uh, great damn, a Great for
2: commanders. EDH commanders. Dude. Uh Nashi Moon's legacy is next. And uh mm-hmm. I think the only rat that's like even remotely close to playable, outside of Greasefang, obviously, but is like Pack Rat, And like <laughs> I don't think yeah. this is good enough with Pack-Rat, so we move on.
1: <laughs> I mean, you discard something, yeah. Discard your pack rats right to the graveyard and make a copy of it. Yeah, like
2: and that. you can like technically make copies of like legendaries and stuff. But I mean, like we haven't had like yeah, Saltied yeah, yeah. Legendary. Like, they, like maybe this could like see play in like the Rona pile, but like that's a stretch.
1: mm Hmm. I now, I wonder.
0: I'll see if I can throw a, a one of into like you know, like I said, a, a legendary legends deck. I think that's yeah.
2: One. This is also your uh, this is also your time to to go on your little rant about unbanning Kenrith. Huh. Not Kenrith, um Kethis,
1: yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, I can rant about that uh, later. You guys, if you guys want to hear me rant about that, just find me on Twitter. <laughs> or just find me in the stream and I'll start yelling about it. <laughs> um do you guys want to talk about
1: Niv mizzet
2: I, I know. do not. Nope. <laughs> Claudio has told I, me it's bad. I don't know. So that means it must be bad.
1: Yeah, I just I don't know. I I it ha- it gives me like how can I say it? Kind of like um oh what is it, the the jump start thing, getting stuff from your graveyard, discarding stuff. Um, You'll get there. You got What's that this. card called? Underground, Underworld, Underworld breach. breach, breach. So something like being able to play stuff from your graveyard. Yeah, that card does that. It kind of gives everything it flashback kind the of. the
0: cards you cast though, like.
1: Uh. Yeah.
0: It's not card advantage. Like this is a five. Some drop kind of doesn't storm deck. Nope.
1: I don't know I don't know. If, if I'm back. playing a five color, if I'm
2: playing a Woober card in my storm deck, my storm deck is bad. Yeah okay <laughs> uh the next card is actually interesting um, though you can take it away
0: i, I mean i
1: just who wants to talk about it no, yeah I, I all right
0: obnix is exciting yeah. this is four mana four three flying trampled demon uh which is you know whatever sure fine uh whenever one or more opponents each lose exactly one life put a plus plus encounter on him and exile the top card of your mm. library and you can play it until the end damn. of the next end step
1: damn yeah
0: Oh, it's, it's until your next end step, not until the end of your next turn's yeah. end step. So just, just until the end of your next yeah.
1: turn. Yeah. Mm. But still, I love this in Sack. Yeah. It's really interesting because you can use it on with their, cats. yeah, because
2: like when you're pinging them on their end step now, you ha- you can just like start to like accrue resources to cast next on your next turn, which is like interesting. Yeah. But like, and it's like, yeah. <sighs> I think my issue with this card is it is four mana, but it does do a lot. It does fly. It does have trample. It also does dodge power word kill.
1: So, hey, it's a demon. I mean, like, ev- I mean, I would actually like this with uh, priests of the forgotten gods, whatever, because you're making mana that you can use to cast stuff. You know, when you're sacrificing, you know, your 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 creatures or whatever. Even though that that's two life, you're not going to get the activation off of him. But if you have something like a mayhem devil in play or whatever, yeah, um, maybe, yeah, yeah. good good for grindy matchups. I like now. It. I I don't know what.
0: Yeah, I think mayhem devils i don't know what the
1: problem was with red
2: black sack and white wasn't good i think it was because of like the printing of temporary lockdown and like the cards are just so efficient Mm. against it so i don't know if this is like what it needed to push it over the top if it just needed some sort of like card draw spell it already had like access to bolus's citadel style deck and it Mm -hmm. also had access to god what was his name the big dragon the john dragon
1: yeah, Corvold. Corvold that Corvold. one, yeah. I already had access to Corvold, Corvold. so yes. just
2: Corvold that one last mana that's a little bit more restrictive, break the deck? I don't know. I think it might, but who knows?
1: Well, hopefully it'll be cheaper than Corvold. It's like a $30 card here in Japan.
0: Do we care about uh, it being a combo piece with stuff like All Will Be One?
1: Yeah, someone's that's talking fine. about
0: I mean, that. two card combo kill, but.
2: That seems like a standard thing. Uh,
0: yeah. How do
1: you how do you uh, okay. keep cycling the, uh, So like, it'll put a one-one counter one. on itself. Oh, yeah, yeah, it'll yeah, see yeah. the
2: one-one counter with all will be one yeah. ping. Okay. So like you technically have a kill here.
0: That's a big combo for it's a big combo for the Obnixilis Commander deck. So nice, let's move on. nice. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I think Pia is so. kind of. I don't. Pia's threes, Two
0: three is not bad. Yeah. Doctors you control have haze. Man, remember when? I don't remember s- when P and Kieran was like a primo yep. modern Before card. Yeah. yeah. Come a long way. Let's move on.
2: Uh, yeah, rebuild the city. Bad.
1: Let's move on. Yeah. Um, no, I don't, I don't think it's going to be good. To Make it. copies. So. Yeah. I'm Anyone the lands guy, and I don't like it. Uh,
2: nah. Sadly, I also think Rocco's poo-poo. Elf?
0: Play yeah, card. I don't know what on earth they're doing with this Rocco, or why it's like a demon when it was an elf before I mean, It's I still think. an elf. An it's an elf You just... I mean, the arts. Nah,
1: he use. just he just got uh,
2: big eyebrows. He's just he just trying something new in the yeah. fashion department.
1: Huh. All right. Um, I don't mind talking about Samit just because I am the resident Bard class player, and I, I don't know how to how I feel about this. It, it is another legendary human warrior cleric two three. First strike vigilance haste. I do like the vigilance. effect that you know you don't have to run into worry about running into um, what's it called? Uh. Yeah, Wandering Emperor there. Uh, I also wanted more stuff with haste in that deck because right now you're kind of worried. You are uh, you only have Gallia and then you have Girl, Girl to give everybody haste pretty much. Uh, so this gives you another way to attack early on. And if you have like a Bard class in play already, it's going to be like a 3-4 attacking on turn 3, which is not bad. Um, And uh, another thing I like about it is that whenever a uh, creature you control deals combat damage to a player, if the creature enters the battlefield this turn, draw a card. So you're going to play more hasty creatures basically with this. Or get everybody haste. Then you can just draw a bunch of, of cards. So I, I like that. I like and if I can get like one or two cards um, off of off of something like this, or if I can somehow you know get in early with like a Zergo or something like that, that's you know actually not bad.
0: That that part I'm more excited about. Like I'd be willing to at least play around with this. I think that it's cool that it doesn't say non-token, so you could you know copy something with mm-hmm. Fable and you'll get a draw. That oh yeah. You could attack with. Um, What's the one that makes ragavan? I am not good with cards. Bari
1: Karzad, yeah, the cards
0: Make a oh, yeah. make a ragavan and you'd get a draw. Oh that. yeah, like that seems mildly reasonable. I you know? like
1: that, and you know maybe this could I don't know could this he play in a tar-ka not Red? Not saying in no, my class. it will though, not
2: but... see play in a Tarka red. I think my commentary no. about this card is. You're exactly right. It is great in Bard class because of like you have like the Seder or whatever from Theros Beyond Death. That's yeah. like a pretty good haster. Zergo's a pretty good mm-hmm. haster. Yep. Like, there's a lot of good hasters then, in Bard class. So you know yeah. what? This is the perfect Bard class card. You finally One got or a two, buff. maybe.
1: I'll grab two. I'll grab two. <laughs> oh
0: Coco Wit alongside Adeline and in your Naya. Your Naya
2: tokens, hate. Deck.
0: Oh, you know, hey, the creatures that come in off Winota will love yeah, it, you know. Yeah, okay, let, let's go. keep going.
2: All right, we got Sarkon Solid. Flame. Anybody want to talk about Sarkin? I want to yeah. talk about him.
0: Sark. I want to try Sarkin. I'm yeah. willing to give it a chance. You know, three mana, and then it curves you right into a five mana, and four toughness is actually pretty reasonable. You know, if you play a gold span on turn four and attack with two gold spans, or if you know you play a Glory Bringer and attack with two Glory Bringers, that seems like you usually win that game
1: yeah that sounds about right
0: and you can play a legendary too which is with him which is nice
1: he becomes a dragon too right Yeah, he becomes a copy of it until the end of turn so uh, whatever dragon you make if you uh bring in a glory bringer for you know four man of the next turn they both become glory bringers which is not yeah
2: bad. i think that that's the high peak of it but we haven't seen blue red dragons ever be good yeah so, I don't yeah, know. I don't like blue.
0: Let's, I don't know about ever. I feel like it It was okay briefly. Sure. Temur? I will, I will try and bring it back. Temur dragons? Katria dragons?
2: Yeah. I already upset everyone dragons. let
0: dragons.
1: Go. Hmm.
0: Bant dragons.
1: Alright, uh, three more cards, guys. Uh, four Who more, actually. It's four, yeah. more, okay, it's keep four going. more. Oh.
0: I still am not enough. We have Sigarda so. next. Cigarda? I think
2: Sigarda is, like, fine. It's two white and a green Uh, For a 4 4 flyer, angel, legendary, other permanents you control have hexproof. Uh, You may look at the top card of your library. You may cast angels spells and human spells in the top of your library. I think this is just like a strict upgrade from Realmwalker for the angels Mm -hmm. deck. And like, it it does have Mm -hmm. relevant hate. Like, you do are able to protect your important cards, which is, like, Righteous Valky and mm. similar. But Angels already had yeah. access to Shalai, which had, like, a more relevant hexproof yeah. part. But, like, that wasn't that good. If you're
0: in green... But if you're in green, you're playing Coco. Yeah, yeah, and then it's, like, so it's a like, like if- Coco hit. I
2: think it's, like, a Cyborg card for Angels at most.
0: They keep making these cards that have this effect, and I don't feel like any of them have been particularly great. Um, this is as good as the other Cigar does. Yeah which we now have, like, three of in mm-hmm. the format. Oh,
1: not that great. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'll talk about the last card uh, in multicolor here, Tivar the Bellicose. You know, we've seen some really good Tivars. Is it Tivar? Tivar? I don't know. Tivar? I usually um, say I, I usually Tivar, say Tyvar, but... Uh, but he's two, uh, uh, and then Golgari for a 5-4, which is pretty good. And then whenever uh, one or more elves you control attack, they gain death touch until the end of turn. That's pretty nasty, so makes all those 1-1 one, one guys really hard to block. Uh, and then each, uh, each creature you control has, whenever a mana ability this creature resolves, put a uh, number of 1-1 counters on, e- on equal to the number of uh, mana this creature produced. This ability triggers only once each turn. So whenever you're tapping your, your mana, whenever you're elf-balling, you're getting bigger and bigger creatures. I've seen the, um, what is it? Someone's playing the, uh, the Phyrexian guy that makes the stuff cheaper. I forgot what they were called. Um, not from one, but I think from the thing before that. The green one. Do you guys know what I'm talking oh. about? I can't remember.
0: Ugh.
1: It's like a 5566 six trample, I think, and it gives everybody plus one plus one oh, and it makes everything oh. one green. Are you,
0: you're talking about me playing the. Um...
1: One less green to play.
0: <laughs> oh, that's the Defiler. The Defiler. The Defiler of Vigor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. So
1: I've seen that actually seeing some play, at least on, on Arena and stuff like that. And I'm oh, wondering, right. this is also just something that. I think this could definitely see play in, in that type no. of deck as well. I, th-
0: I'm excited about this one. For Commander. I think that yeah, this is interesting
2: because Marwyn exists in the format, which is the two yeah. mana o- third, sorry, the three mana o- one one that taps and adds equal to the amount of counters on it, and it is an elf. So like. Yeah, that's interesting. uh I I, make big I think mana. it becomes like a different version of elves, where you're like trying to untap Marwyn yeah. and combo with like mana like that. And but you already had like Circle of Dream or sorry, the Circle of Dream Druid or whatever. it's so like this deck mm-hmm. already kind of existed. But I think the fact that it's like pretty aggressively statted and stuff is like interesting.
1: Good. No. More aggressive. Yeah. All
0: right. Uh, is last card? Oh, we have two. Or... We have There's two. Yeah, we have the land as well. It. Yeah.
2: We have those last yeah. two. Uh Karn uh, poop. Karn
0: is 5 mana and does is, do is very poop.
2: Yeah. Karn, is, Karn is very yeah. bad. <laughs> like, this is worse than, Dranith like, Le- Lost Legacy Karn. Huh. Uh, this one's also bad.
0: Drannith Ruins. It does seem pretty bad. Yeah, not human. No? All okay. right, you guys, you guys All
1: are right, talking so,
0: about our top 5? Okay. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay, sure,
1: yeah. Who wants? I don't know if you've made yours yet, Kevin, so we'll give you we'll go no, to you I last. No, I wing it and um, nothing actually <laughs> you gonna go yours first
2: all right my honorable mention goes to sigarda shout out to sigarda that card is better than mom walker um but my fifth slot goes to markov baron sure. fourth goes to filter out i think nissa resurgent animist is the card i'm gonna personally play a lot with so i put mm-hmm. that at three uh osnix list i think is probably actually really playable but i like to put a meme card at top just in case you know and i put copper coat vanguard to the top slot because I think, mm-hmm. oh, I I think, think Luminarch Aspirin is doggy doo-doo so I think we can replace that card Huh.
0: All right, I'm probably ready I'm going to go Obnix number one I'm going to go Coppercoat number two I'm going to go Markov Baron number three I think those are the three that I feel confident about um, and then I'm going to YOLO and I'm going to just put Nashi at number four because I don't even know and we're going to say Sarkin number five because I'm really like I, I, there's those three cards mm-hmm. and after that it's kind of a mess
1: all right, and I'm going to change my run. I have a, a different list that I posted earlier, but um, I think uh, my number one's going to be Omnixilus, Captive Kingpin, really excited about that. Uh, two's going to be Girana, Dalton the General. I think that White, Black, okay. uh, Humans is going to go pretty hard uh, this next set. Um, my number three, I think I'm going to do Coppercoat Vanguard. Uh, and then my number four, I'm going to do the Tavar, the Bellicose. And my number three, number five, I'm going to do uh, Tranquil Thrillback just because I'm playing Dinosaurs right now, and I like all those abilities. Sounds good.
0: We want to wrap it up on this? Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, anything last to say?
1: Nope.
0: No. Otherwise, you guys get the last word when you tweet back at us. Uh, MTG Pioneer on Twitter is the best place to stay in contact. Uh, you can also find a link to our Discord there where you can stay even more in touch and tell us all kinds of the things that you hate, we hate. Talk about decks, find people who play Pioneer, whatever kind of fun
1: stuff like that. All right, and you guys can find me on Twitter as well at uh, Yo Japan Hobbyist. I'm also on the Discord and Ashiok?
2: Find me on Twitter, Dreams of Ash-Yok. Uh Your boy uh, just recently posted a guide to the deck that he's been winning with. If you're interested, the Five a deck. Yes, go check uh, that out. It's completely free. It's you just one two. Uh,
0: hmm. Just one two invites. Yeah, with I got that, my two right? invites nice. and one
2: weekend, so now I have infinite weekends to do whatever I want. So we love <laughs> we love <laughs> Canadian RC system.
0: All right, we're going to bring this end of our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. We are the First Pioneers podcast, and we are aftermathing out.